You're listening to Hidden Seekers, episode six. This is Mason, and I'm joined by Eric. And we've upgraded our audio equipment. Yes. Hopefully we're coming to you now in crystal clear audio. Anyway, this episode we'll be uh, checking out Helen's Bridge in Asheville, North Carolina. Yeah, we went down there uh, to investigate the Bigfoots um, at the Bigfoot convention. And while we were in Asheville, we figured we'd stop by and check out some other haunted sites in the area. Seems like there were a lot of haunted sites, but we just picked Helen's Bridge because it seemed like the easiest to get to and also like the creepiest. It it fit both those criteria. It was also one of the um, main ones, I think. Yeah. I mean, a lot of them were like private houses that were really old, but you couldn't really get inside. Yeah, we weren't looking to do any trespassing. Or mansions. (laughs) Or mansions that charged you an arm and a leg to get yeah like 25 bucks yeah so this bridge is outside of a mansion which is in Asheville right in the outskirts of Asheville and it was built in 1898 and it was originally called Zealandia because the original owner uh, lived in New Zealand for a while as a diplomat um, it was pretty creepy. Yeah, so it's supposedly haunted. Right. And it is supposedly haunted by, and I can't remember, sorry, if we go over this in a few minutes in the field recording, but basically it's haunted by um, a, a woman who hung herself off the bridge. Yeah, and her name is supposedly Helen. And the most popular story is that... Um, Helen's daughter was burned alive in one of the mansion's rooms. And then um, being so grief stricken, she just kind of hung herself on the bridge. And you basically, people can go to the bridge at night and they'll see her or they'll hear her. Right. And she'll be. Yeah. I, I heard one report that said that you can hear her saying, have you seen my child? Right. So I dug into it a little bit on, um, to see if there was a Helen. And there were two people that lived in this mansion in the 1800s and early 1900s. And one was the uh, diplomat who built the house, John Evans Brown. But he left pretty soon after it was built. He didn't have any wives or daughters named Helen. The second person was named Philip S. Henry, and he was a business person and philanthropist from New York. And ironically, his wife did die in a fire, although her name wasn't Helen. But it was actually a pretty big, well-documented fire in New York in the early 1900s. And pretty much a few weeks later, he moved down to North Carolina to settle at Zealandia. That's something. So, so pretty traumatic, but... Her name wasn't Helen. Now, was that like a factory? Was that like a one of those early factories before they had the regulations? Ooh, maybe. I thought I remember talking about that when we, when we, 
Last time we talked about it, but maybe I think in my notes, all I wrote was that she died tragically in a fire in 1903. It could just be one of those mental leaps I sometimes make, like, oh, New York fire in the early 1900s, maybe, or probably it was one of those old factories, like, you know, textile mill before they, you know, introduced all the regulations to protect workers. Right. Right. So I might have just been assuming that, but I like the story. I think they were really well off. Uh, so probably not. Right. I think probably like a jacuzzi fire or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So his his wife's wife's name was Florine, and um, apparently he did remarry, but I couldn't find anything on his second wife. I don't think they were married long, but it seems like he was pretty well out of the public spotlight at that point. Yeah. And he had two daughters, but neither of them had traumatic fates. In fact, I think they might be alive today or their ancestors are alive or something. Hmm. But I don't really remember. And it could be none of these people too, right? Right. It could just be some random person who had a who saw a nice bridge to hang themselves on. <laughs> Still creepy. Very creepy. So um, I should I should also mention just to set the scene up we, we we attended the Bigfoot Con with our buddy Paul, um, and he also tagged along on the Helen's Bridge uh, adventure and we sort of started out this adventure with a a big time debate about the science behind ghost clothing. So let's listen to that. We are joined again by our uh, good friend and extreme ghost skeptic Paul. Howdy. Are you also a ghost skeptic? Oh, yeah. So Bigfoot and ghosts. Yes. He's an overall skeptic. Just overall a, I'm just skeptic. A, basically a skeptic of anything that doesn't exist. If science hasn't proven it. But would you consider yourself a healthy skeptic? Or? Yes. Yeah. I, I, because... I, you know, and I actually think Big, Bigfoot is more plausible than ghosts. Because there's, there's no science backing up ghosts. What about ghost hunters? Why do the why do the ghosts wear clothes? Like, why would you die and then have ghost clothes? Well, clothes are made of, you know, cotton. Why is there ghost cotton? Well, there's no science behind ghost clothes. Exactly, there's no science. But there's there. like EMPs or whatever they're called. That's EVPs. That's, that's nothing. All right, go ahead. MPs. Go ahead. Go ahead. The, the recordings of ghost voices. Ah, what is that sorry. called? EMPs. I kind of just derailed the whole thing. Well, no, but let's let's get to the bottom of this one thing before we move forward. Okay. EMPs. That's EVPs. EVPs. They're that's a proof of thing that people have collected. Something. What's if you don't know what it is? It's a recording, basically, people make inside haunted spaces, and then they go back and listen later to like a really low volume level to hear things that they didn't hear when they were in the space. So you record something, and then you hear a noise. And then you say it's a ghost. Is that? What well, they'll hear voices. You know. Okay, voices. Yeah. Yep. It's probably a ghost. Um, a woman committed suicide uh, on this bridge after uh, her daughter died in a fire. And apparently, you go there, you you feel weird, uncomfortable, it's terrified. Sometimes your car doesn't start after because I guess Helen's ghost is. Preventing you from leaving. She probably wants some company. Yeah. She seems to be a relatively 
benevolent ghost. For, yeah, for a suicide ghost. Uh, I think... Uh, is there a word for that? Suicide ghost? Yeah. I don't think so. Or is, it, is she a specific type of ghost? Like, you mm-hmm. know, there's different ghosts. There's, She's uh, a lonely ghost. Banshees and poltergeists and... Uh, right. I think it's. I think it's more of a. I don't uh, think people have seen Spectre. Phantasm or something. Spectre. People haven't seen her. They just feel. They just feel her bad her. when they go there. That could be a poltergeist, or that could be what people call poltergeist. So, what are you expecting to find out there? What are know. you hoping to find out there? It's pretty funny that there's been consistent car troubles with people that go out there. I'd rather not be stranded since we have a fun night ahead of us. This is about a 10-year-old vehicle. I just took it in for service and put $800 into this. It's a Mazda. Mazda 2011. 2011. Had some problems with the alignment and tires, but those aren't the things that are affected by this ghost. I think it just... Right. Although there was a problem with the the igniter, ignition, where it wasn't reading my key, so... Right. Maybe the ghost will fix that problem. That'd be nice. Or maybe the ghost will steal one of the keys. Yeah, it's an easier solution than just kind of mucking around with the, the mechanics. So, there have been many recent sightings reported by people that have come. Right. So, you're saying that's a good chance we'll, we'll feel something or the car will have some kind of problem? I think not a good chance. I think at minimum it'll be a spooky time. Um, I'm, hoping, spook. I'm hoping we'll be the only ones there. Right. Although we'll see, it seems like one of those type of things where like the local kids will be around smoking. Is up. it a? Uh, is the property public? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out, I guess. <laughs> um, and also, just uh, since you guys can't see what we're seeing, we are driving there now, and it's about seven twenty. So the sun is still out, or not the sun out, but it's it's going down. It's still got some light out, so we're probably going to get there, hang out, you know, for a little bit, and then uh, once the sun is kind of on its way out, we'll uh, I guess we'll start walking around the bridge and look for Helen, or I don't know if we're if we're going to call to her. I mean, is there is there a way to reach Helen? That you, that we... So apparently, she sometimes appears and says. Uh, have you seen my child? So... So we'll just say, like, did you check the fire or something? I mean, we could, we could say something like, Helen, where's your child at? Or, if we wanted to troll, we could... <laughs> Yo, Helen, where's your child? <laughs> where's your child at? <laughs> I don't know, like... Helen, we've where got your, your child, child here. Oh, just uh, kidding. Seems like a horrible <laughs> idea. Yeah, that seems... If it's eventual. We don't want to tr- troll a ghost. Uh, I don't. You, you want to be straightforward with the ghost. You don't want to So we'll just be like, I, I heard that, that that she died or something? Helen, I heard you're not doing too well. Yeah, would like, you, you like just some, be like, how like some company? Put, just be like, how put are you down doing? that rope. Well, too late for that. Well, just how about go to heaven or whatever? Go to heaven! <laughs> Solid. Go to the other side, right? Solid reference. Go towards the light. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, maybe we can convince her to go to the other side. Maybe we can put her to rest. Maybe tonight. those weird roots awesome. will all uh, recede or whatever. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to meet Helen. We're going to send her Check to heaven out. or whatever. Yep. Hopefully she's going to heaven. Hopefully we're not tricking her into going to hell.
So what happened is we tried to park the car right by the bridge, uh, but there was no, there was pretty much no place to park over there. There's pretty no, much no shoulder at all. It was really overgrown and it was a thin road. So it was on top of this windy road that went up a very steep hill. So we had to drive back down the hill and park at the bottom of the hill. Well, do you want to talk about the getting kicked out first? Oh, yeah. Do we? Yeah, because we actually do park. Oh, so, yeah, so we do park right up at the top out. of the hill, right below the bridge. And then, yeah, so, um, okay. Go ahead. Do you want to redo that part? Because I kind of Yeah, yeah. To... Okay. So, I don't know if you know what to, you want to start. You, you, you do it. Sure. Don't chime in. <laughs> so, it's a narrow two way road, but kind of one of those roads where you have to turn turn off a little bit to let the other car go by it's so thin and it's on top of a hill and yeah, we a very found windy a windy road at the top of a very steep hill yeah and we found a little turnout maybe um 300 feet down the road from the bridge yeah yeah so we parked and we started to get out of our car and all of a sudden this pickup truck with a flashing light comes after us i'm already out and pretty much 100 feet from the bridge but you're still behind the wheel right uh yeah i think i was getting something out of the car yeah i was i was straggling yeah what did he say to you he basically said something i he 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 kind of said something guttural that i couldn't really understand <laughs> and he pointed at our car and i took it to me and we we can't park there and right. by the way, the light wasn't a blue light. It was a yellow light. So he wasn't like a real cop, but I still figured we should probably do what he says. He was like a private security guard. Yeah. All right. Do we need any supplies? Or? I don't think so. I might come back and get my camera later. I'm going to leave you. No. So we parked at the end of the street about what 200 feet to the bridge yeah first we didn't think we were gonna be able to get to it we went to where the gps told us to go and there was a big locked gate with a you know one of those big golden letters on it so we figured uh we're fucked but then we kept driving around and we found a, a bridge and we're assuming this is hell's bridge it's uh concrete bridge and it spans over basically a tall cliff almost of uh looks like just dirt and the entire it looks like a entire flat. road is kind of overgrown <clears throat> what's this i don't know meeting this guy what security oh did he say no what did he say? He said something about parking and then he pointed over at our car. Oh. Can't park there? Yeah. Didn't even like... What's that? What's the guy I don't know. So... Huh. Whose property is this? I don't know. We should ask them whose property this was. We're just gonna have to park somewhere further away and then walk here. Seems to be a public road though, right? Not according to that guy. So, what 
we should ask. But is that like kind of trolling? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Whose property is it? Well, not that, but like, since this is a public road, where should we park? Public roads, right? Yeah. I don't I mean, say anything about it being a private, privately owned bridge, but we're not on the bridge, though. Yeah. Going under the bridge on a public you road. Do you lock the car? So we drove back down the hill and we parked um, on a street that was obviously meant for parking because there were parking spaces right out by a church. And by this time, the sun is setting and uh, we've got a nice view over the city of uh, Asheville. But we also kind of. have a uh, about 20 minute walk completely yeah. uphill ahead of us. So it's quite a hike back up the hill. I don't think we were too excited about that. No. But we had to get the episode done. Yeah. Actually, we debated whether we should just stop filming at that point. <laughs> yeah, but we're like, you know, if there's, if the car is not there, then we can walk on a public road. There's no problem with that, surely. Right. So we, we hiked back up. We get to the top of the hill, and um, Eric and Paul walk up. They basically climb like a, like a ridge. Like, what would you – how would you describe that? Uh, yeah, an overgrown hill basically. Yeah, smaller but much steeper hill that that the bridge kind of connects. I had with. to put my camera down a couple times so that I could use both hands to hoist myself up. Essentially, they were going on top of the bridge. And then while they were doing that, uh, I stayed down below the bridge, partly because I didn't want to super trespass, but also I uh, kind of wanted to see what it was like under the bridge. So you won't hear me here, but you'll hear yeah. uh, the other guys. We almost kind of ditched you a little bit, Yeah, I think, because we were in such a rush. To go and I was kind there. of feeling down at this point, too. Yeah, down and a little bit on edge because we kind of felt like we were going to see that guy again. Yeah. Sorry for ditching you. No problem. Yeah, so there's actually a really smooth path up here. Yeah, how many people have gotten high up here for sure? Well, whatever. If you hear a car coming, just kind of duck behind a tree. Some local vandals have done some uninsp uninspired graffiti up here. I see Mason down below. 
Come on over. So, I mean, the bridge seems pretty stable. No sign of the mansion, but uh, I don't know. It looks, kind of looks like your local makeout spot a little bit. Somewhere you'd take someone with a bit of edge. It's a very thick cover of vines and trees. It's definitely an inf interesting structure. Did not age as well as... Well, that's not true. Most of our infrastructure is in bad shape these days. But uh, thank God they don't rely on this one every day. But when you're on it, there's so much dirt and stuff that you can't tell that it's a bridge even until you look over. There's definitely other locals here too. So, uh, I'm going to try to talk to Helen for a bit, I guess. So, pretty much when you're up there, you don't really see any sign of a bridge except for the bridge walls, which are maybe two feet of stone stacked like a wall. Yeah, I feel like part of, part of the reason the, the bridge even gets this reputation is because it looks so creepy. It's covered in dirt, and it's also covered in these, like, nightmarish roots. Yep. That look, it looks like something out of like a you know an old Disney movie or something like where the evil queen lives or something. It, it, there's just tons of crackly weird roots. There are roots. There's thorns coming out of nowhere that you have to watch out for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a pain. So nothing was really going on. It was about dusk at this point. A little creepy, but. Um, wasn't really seeing Helen or anything, so I decided to talk to her for a little bit, see if I could will her to come out. Are you down? Yeah. Cool. What should we say? Where you kid at? No. <laughs> hey, Helen. I think it's too light out Let's still. Say, hey, speak in her. Hello, Helen. Like. It's Wow, hey there, Helen. It's eight o'clock and the sun's still not down. It's, has anyone said where the actual events take place? Like on top? As in which side of the bridge? I mean it would have like to be above or below. I mean it'd have to be on the bridge, right? Because where else would you yourself, right? Right. Where else would you hang a noose? On the bridge. Maybe right. does the ghost inhabit the plane? Oh, above the bridge. As far as where below? do visitors encounter the ghost? Yeah, halfway up. I don't know. I feel like this would be the last spot oh. of Helen's life, right? Yeah. Whichever side she was on, hard to say, but spooky. It's like suspicious that there's all this growth here and nowhere else. There's like one part of the bridge that's completely overgrown while the rest is just mud, basically. I feel like that car stopped under the bridge, huh? Yeah, it, it, kept going. it what? It kept going. Huh. 
I was definitely trying to put off talking to Helen because I had no clue what to say. Right. <laughs> Hello, Helen. And then and then Paul says, "Go to heaven." What happened to that plan? <laughs> Paul says I should talk to her in like a 1800s accent because right. that's what she'd be used to. I can't do that. <laughs> totally threw you off. Totally, definitely. And then he didn't really offer anything up, so no. we just kind of stood there awkwardly and said that it was a little too bright for Helen to come out, anyways, which is kind of frail, but. It was not, I think that's partly true anyway. Right. We gave it a shot. Yeah. Ah. Going back down is actually a lot harder. Yep. Lots of thorns that I'm accidentally throwing right at Paul. This is going to be the trickiest log. I'll give you my camera. We'll edit that out. Uh, don't step in that rug at all. Alright. Helen's car. Kind of that camera. Oh, you think it's security? friend just got scared off, so we're going to come on down now and join him, I guess, and walk off quickly. So at this okay. point, I've been below the bridge, um, kind of standing by myself, trying to see if, you know, quiet, you know, being really quiet and still would, would bring anything out. And um, I got some feelings of uneasiness. You know, I got, I felt something kind of not great under the bridge, which is what we were looking for. But at the same time, I was also feeling really uneasy because I was thinking maybe the the guy was going to come back again. And I think by this time he had, uh, I'm trying to remember, but I think he actually had driven up again. And this is, so what you're going to hear is Eric and Paul hiding in the bushes and then coming out of the bush. Yeah, we we saw you getting talked to by the guy, but we just kind of hid still. He he drove up and he was like, "Can I help you?" And I'm like, "No, I'm fine, thanks." He's like, "You can't be here." So <laughs> I'm leaving again. Mason. Mason. Hey Mason. Alright, we're coming. How is this I did get an uneasy feeling sending under the bridge earlier. I kept leaving because I didn't feel comfortable under it. But was it security? No, no, I just I just felt uneasy when I was standing under it. I just really felt like I didn't want to be there, so I moved. 
So, how, how do you feel now that we're maybe 20 feet away from being completely under it, but there's the three of us? Well, I'm kind of consumed by, like, I don't want to get told by that guy again to get off property. Just so like we're in mid-walk. Just, like, start walking with a limp. Yeah. When... <laughs> I don't know, I, I can't focus on it now. Sorry. Actually, maybe i Earlier I felt kind of cool, so... I'll be the limper of the group. You're, like, holding back for me. I like how the, the vines hang down. Yeah. It definitely gives it a kind of... It kind of, like... It looks like a noose. Reminds you of the noose, yeah. Mm -hmm. Alright, let's just be really quiet when we walk underneath. Yeah. Maybe hold it up or something. Hey, we're coming. So, I guess that pretty much concludes the Helen's Bridge episode. The man getting in the way of some paranormal investigations. And, uh, he comes, oh, he's busy. He's going straight around to the bridge again. So, he's going to be scaring away kids all night, I guess. <laughs> well, we are on top of the hill, so it's a beautiful view of Asheville. Do you have anything to say? No. I mean, what is there to say? I don't know. We were above the bridge. We were on the bridge, basically, and we did try and communicate with Helen. And yeah. we stopped and were silent for about a minute, maybe two. Yeah, so. and then we heard some kids again. Maybe we'll get an EVP, or whatever it's called. It could be. Mike goes three direction. Hey. Hello. Good, how are you? Uh, rather much be doing what you're doing. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, it's brutal going up. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Steep hill. Careful, this is private property here.